When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Tonight, on tonight's show, we're going to hit you up with the impact rookies at each offensive position. Uh, and then Thursday night, we will bring you uh, the impact rookies for the defensive uh, group. Uh, going to be a quicker show than usual tonight. Uh, it's the down season for us folks in the scouting world. But we are here for you mocksters that need your content year-round. That's what we try to do for you here on the NFL Mox Podcast. We promised you two shows a week. We came up a little bit short on that last week, but that's okay. We've got big things planned uh, coming up soon for you guys. But first, let's get into a little bit of show news uh, and a little bit of the business. I've been on the lookout for a good co-host for quite some time. You know, every Batman needs a Robin, every Baker Mayfield needs an Odell Beckham, and every Brooks Austin needs a Sarah Bettinger. So that's right, folks. My homie Sarah will be joining us for good here on the NFL Mocks podcast starting Thursday night. So he will join us to round out the rest of the Impact Rookies uh, Thursday night as well as whatever kind of fun stuff we feel like talking about. Sarah's done a really great job here on the NFL Mocks podcast as well as his job as the editor uh, there for us over at NFLMocks.com. So feel free to check out all of his work and throw him a follow on Twitter if you haven't already, which I would assume you already would have if you're here listening to the NFL Mocks podcast, especially at this time of the year. Only the diehards are still checking in on the draft coverage and, and what these rookies are going to end up doing, which is what we're going to hit you guys with tonight. So again, Friday morning, get ready for me and the Brody uh, to bring to be bringing you the heat, man. We're going to be bringing to you that uh, bringing that good stuff to you from now on. Me and my a new official co-host, Sarah Bettinger, who we are very, very thankful for and excited for uh, joining us here on the podcast. So that's the news now for the business you know what it is if you've been listening to us for a while now. However and wherever you found this podcast, give me those five stars, give me that rating, and hand me that review. And if you're in a given mood, or excuse me, while we're in a given mood, check out NFLMocks.com for all your latest articles. We've got some really good stuff going on there uh, leading up to 
camp and mini camp starting uh, just next week, I believe, all the uh, NFL guys return to camps there. And, uh, you know, we'll have all the great news, especially uh, when it re- as it relates to this 2019 draft class. And I'm sure we'll be hitting up some 2020 draft class talk uh, as college football season starts to roll around. And uh, we'll be hitting you that uh, on this podcast as well. So look forward to all that. As for tonight, we promised you the impact rookies for the 2019 NFL season on the offensive side of the football. And again, if you've been listening to the NFL Mox podcast, if you've been following any of my work, you know we start things here on the NFL Mox podcast with the big fellas, with the piggies, the big guys up front. We got to show the love first, give you the boring stuff, tease you and please you late with the skill guys and the quarterbacks that may be able to impact your fantasy team. Uh, you know, coming up this season, because that's what you're really here for. You're here for the draft talk. You're here for the mox coverage. But then you're also wanting to know who are who are some of these guys you should draft in your keeper leagues, maybe. Uh, if you're a fantasy guru or a fantasy nut, which most of us are nowadays, obviously these offensive linemen aren't going to help you out much there. But don't worry, we've got you covered uh, as far as the skill position guys go. But we're going to start with these big guys. Starting with the offensive tackles, we'll give you two, then two guards and move to a center. My first offensive tackle that I know will impact an NFL roster this coming fall has to be Jawan Taylor. Look, he's going to start and play well in Jacksonville. So as long as his knees hold up, and I don't think that knee's going anywhere anytime soon. This guy flat out dominated at Florida, put some really, really good stuff on tape against some NFL caliber defensive ends. So we will see what he will be able to do in the NFL, but I believe he's going to have success again so long as he's healthy, and I think he will be uh, for the foreseeable future. I'm not saying he's going to have a 14-, 15-year NFL career, as most offensive linemen don't, but I am saying he will be an impact uh, this first year. He will have an impact there in Jacksonville uh, at the right tackle position because Cam Robinson will be locking down that left tackle spot. All right, our other offensive tackle. Look, I love Andre, Andre Dillard. That's well-documented here on the NFL Mox podcast. But I just don't know what his impact's going to be as a rookie behind the legend, Jason Peters, there in Philadelphia. So he's probably going to have a lot of a learning role here. He's definitely not big enough and uh, sustainable enough to go into guard there in Philadelphia. So unless they move Jason Peters, which I don't think they're going to do, um, I don't see... Andre Dillard bumping out uh, Peters there into the guard position. So he'll probably have to learn until Peters ultimately retires, uh, and then he'll step in. Or he'll just be that swing tackle uh, if Lane Johnson or Peters ends up getting hurt this season. With, you know, with Peters especially, that is definitely, uh, you know, a possibility. But, you know, that's the case there in Philly with Andre Dillard, who I love. But as an offensive tackle, my second offensive tackle that I know is going to make an impact, it has to be Jonah Williams. Because on the other hand, opposite of Andre Dillard, he's already dethroned, shout out to the GOT folks, Cordy Glenn, the former left tackle there in Cincy, who will be moving to guard. So he's got to be the selection here for me, my secondary tackle that I know is going to make an impact this year as a rookie is Jonah Williams, the left tackle out of Alabama. And again, he'll start day one there at the left tackle position. So, and I think he's going to hold his own. He's definitely an NFL caliber tackle right there. He's technically sound enough to do so. We'll see if he can hold up in the run game, keeping his head out like we've talked about here on the NFL Mocks podcast. All right, let's move inside to the offensive guard position. Our guy Dan Schmelzer over at Fansided wrote an article today that I agreed with so much while reading it that I confiscated the take. That's what we like to do 
uh, you know, and I'm, I'm brash about it. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. If I, if I like a guy's take, if I think he's got some good uh, knowledge and I think it's one that, you know, pops up and I think's you know, got some merit to it like Dan's does here, our other editor at the NFLmox.com. Um, you know, I, th- I, I steal it. I, I bring it right here to you, and I told you straight up that I stole it. Confiscated the take. Look, the Garrett Bradbury pick was great for Minnesota, but Drew Samia, the offensive guard out of Oklahoma in the fourth round, is an instant impact player, as Dan told us in his article yesterday. I was big, big, big on Cody Ford out of OU in this draft class. He ends up going to Buffalo there at the top of the second round, and I truly loved his fit there for Minnesota. Could have seen them take that, uh, you know, Cody Ford off the board there at 17. They end up going with Garrett Bradbury out of NC State. But Samia brings all those things to Minnesota that I loved about Cody Ford's game uh, in terms of attitude in the run game, something they absolutely need there in Minnesota, one of the worst rushing teams in all of football last year. And Samia, like Cody Ford, brings that edge in the run game. And, uh, you know, a guy who can play all five positions, or at least he played all, you know, four of the five there at Oklahoma. I didn't know. I don't, I don't think he took any reps there at center uh, in his day. But nonetheless, a versatile athlete who has the ability to play uh, multiple positions, which is what you're going to need uh, if you can't immediately step in and start. We all know uh, very rarely do we see an NFL offensive line make it through a season with the same five guys. I know the Atlanta Falcons did it on the year they ran, uh, you know, the table and made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, that just kind of shows you the rarity. If you have something nice happen like that, if you have the same five starters start at all 16 games and the playoffs, you're probably going to have a pretty damn good record. Um because offensive line plays so important. But a guy like Drew Samia plays multiple positions. Uh, you know, say he doesn't start week one, I guarantee you he'll be in the lineup because injuries, as my dad always told me, are as much a part of the game of football as first downs and turnovers. All right, my secondary guard here on the list. Uh, you know, it wouldn't be an NFL Mox podcast hosted by yours truly without some Dalton Reisner love. He's going to start at guard week one uh, for Denver, another guard that we love or we don't necessarily love, but we like here on the NFL Mox Podcast. I, at least I like his fit in Atlanta. Is definitely Chris Lindstrom. He'll be a day one starter as well. So a lot of these guys are going to be, quote-unquote, plug and play. If you're drinking on the key terms at home, go ahead and take a swig. Plug and play guys, all of these guys will immediately make an impact um, and start probably day one, except for the uh, Drew Samia pick right there at guard. Um, but, you know, a little off the wall as Dan Schmelzer showed us over there at Fansided. But, again, man, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley knows what we're talking about. Drew Samia will be an impact player this year, as will Dalton Reisner and Chris Lindstrom. Now let's move into the center, our last big guy we got to hit on. We already talked about the Gary Bradbury pick. Everyone loves that. Literally everyone loves that pick, and everyone loves that player. But I'm still holding out on Lamont Gallard and Elgin Jenkins. I'm an SEC homer, and for a good reason, uh, a lot of good offensive linemen come out of this league down here in the South. One of the two, if not both of those two, will start this season at the center position. Or, you know, in uh, the case of Elgin Jenkins there in Green Bay, he may have to get some starts at guard. Surely Lamont can beat out A.Q. Shipley in Arizona. And again, I've got really good hopes and really high hopes for Jenkins there on that Packers O-line uh, if it's not immediately at the center position. So those are our big guys Let's hit on these skill guys and load up 
your fantasy dynasty leagues right quick. These are the guys you're going to need to pay attention to, uh, you know, later rounds. If you're not in a dynasty league, which means obviously if you draft every year a brand new team, uh, maybe some of these free agent hits right here, uh, if these guys are still available after, you know, your fantasy draft. As for the keeper leagues, you guys will definitely need to be paying attention to these names as, uh, you know, they'll probably go pretty high off your board considering they're rookies with extremely high upside. All right, so starting with my wide receiver number one, in terms of impact on their, you know, current and new team there in the NFL, it's got to be starting with Nikhil Harry. Uh, He will break Randy Moss's single-season touchdown record this season. Uh, I'm just kidding. Please don't run and take that. Um, But you can imagine what it'd be like if he did, am I right? Uh, Nah, for real. Nikhil Harry is kind of a young receiver, is the kind of young receiver we haven't seen Tom Brady with in a really, really long time. He's a big-bodied guy that can do a lot with the ball after the catch. So so pretty two pretty important things there in New England. They're going to scheme you open. Tom Brady's going to throw you open. Uh, what you can do with the ball after the catch is very, very important, uh, especially on the outside there in New England. They leave the uh, holding the middle of the field down to guys like Julian Edelman, uh, more possession receivers there, catch it and get down, get the first and get down kind of things there for guys like Julian Edelman. Nikhil Harry will not be doing those things. Uh, he'll be taking the top off the defense, running deep post, things like that, things he's really, really good at, winning 50-50 balls and whatnot. My wide receiver, number two, he's my guy. You know he is. A.J. Brown will have 700 yards this season, at least. You heard it here on the NFL Mox podcast. First, uh, if anyone claims that take, just let them know that they stole it. They confiscated the take, as we were talking about with our boy Dan. Uh, A.J. Brown's my guy and no one else's. Uh, I know they signed Adam Humphreys there in Tennessee to go along with Corey Davis, but I'm telling you, man, this kid's special. I've been banging the table uh, and banging the tape on A.J. Brown since day one I flipped it on there at Ole Miss. Uh, I love the guy's game. I love his spatial awareness, all that great stuff. I think he's going to be a really, really good pro. So my wide receiver number three is Miko Hardman there in Kansas City. Assuming Tyreek Hill doesn't play, which – I've been on the record stating he probably shouldn't. Uh, you know, Miko Hartman will have an explosive-ass highlight tape this year. I'm telling you, he'll have a couple 60, 65, maybe 70, 80-yard touchdowns. I know I just went from 65 to 80 on you, but that's kind of the range right there. He's a big play receiver or halfback, whatever you want to classify him as. Either way, they're going to get him the ball in Kansas City, again, especially if Tyreek Hill is not on the field. He's already building chemistry. With that guy Patrick Mahomes out there in Kansas City, who called him out on Twitter today uh, for stopping on his routes there, I guess in OTAs and rookie minicamp. Uh, Miko uh, responded on Twitter with the fact that he never played with a quarterback with an arm like Mahomes, uh, which most of us haven't, so uh, or most of us really haven't seen at all. Uh, guy's got you know a once in a decade arm. I was watching some footage of some All Pro contest, quarterback contest. Brett Favre's got one of those same arms. I would venture to say, you know, no one would know better than Andy Reid, uh, the former offensive coordinator there in Green Bay when Brett Favre was there. No one would know the, you know, the com- comparisons of those two arms better than Andy, and I, I would venture to say he's, he would say something along the same lines, that it's hard. You know, the off-platform things are probably a little bit different, but the driving of the football, man, Brett Favre could drive a football better than anybody I've ever seen. Mahomes does the off-platform thing better than anybody I've ever seen. That's the way I'll put it. But that's kind of a a weird spinoff and and weird tangent when we're talking about wide receiver impacts. 
but those are my three guys. I'll give you a little bonus pick here. Kelvin Harmon, right, the sixth rounder out of NC State there in Washington. Uh, you know, got his quarterback there in Dwayne Haskins, a guy who throws a relatively good deep ball, Kelvin Harmon. That is what he does best. Turn on the Clemson tape. The only guy I really saw get behind Clemson's defense this year, uh, Kelvin Harmon there at NC State, and did it rather often and did it rather early. Doesn't take long in those NC State-Clemson games to find him going over the top of that cover three defense there in Clemson. So there's my bonus pick for you. Again, just to recap you, Nikhil Harry, Nikhil, excuse me, Harry, my number one wide receiver in terms of impact this year. A.J. Brown, their wide receiver number two, wide receiver three, Miko Hartman with a little bit of a uh, by, you know, uh, excuse me, an asterisk there as long as Tyreek Hill's not on the field. And my bonus pick, Kelvin Harmon. Obviously, a big highlight name here would be D.K. Metcalf there in Seattle. We'll see what he can do with Russell Wilson, but I kind of left him off my list this year, uh, you know, because he's just got a lot of competition. Even with Doug Baldwin stepping down there, um, you know, I think he's going to fight for some touches, um, especially with Tyler Lockett coming back and stepping into his prime. And then I also like uh, Jennings out of West Virginia. I don't think he gives up uh, any balls in terms of competition when it comes to DK Metcalf. I think both those guys get a lot of touches as rookies in Seattle. And not to mention, that's a run-heavy offense. They run to set up the pass, not pass to set up the run. All right, let's hit on these running backs. And again, for fantasy purposes, I'll give you three of these as opposed to just the one or two. My RB1, got to go Josh Jacobs. To me, he's the only rookie running back that we can sit here today in May uh, and know that he's going to be receiving the bulk of the touches there in Oakland. Look, Doug Martin was their starting running back at the end of last season. That's certainly not going to be the case. You spend the 24th overall draft pick on Mr. Jacobs out of Alabama. You're going to burn the touches up as soon as possible because we know the shelf life of the running backs is rather short. So, again, John Gruden will get his money's worth and get his money's worth early out of the running back, Josh Jacobs. So he's my RB number one. Uh, really like what this kid did there at Alabama. Limited uh, limited touches, which is almost an upside there for running backs. As long as he displays everything you need to, need to see on tape in terms of contact, balance, breakaway speed, you know, vision, all that good stuff we like to see from a running back, as long as he displays it uh, and does it consistently, uh, then it, it shouldn't bother you that he has limited touches. And again, it should be a bonus feature because there's only so many hits uh, that Sledgehammer can take uh, before it ultimately breaks. So that's my RB number one. My RB number two, man, I really have a feeling that the Eagles offense will be getting back on track this season with Carson Wentz healthy and at the helm. Again, assuming his back doesn't break or he doesn't blow out another knee, uh, even though Doug Peterson loves to have a committee of running backs back there in his stable, Miles Sanders could have a really, really good year there in Philadelphia. So I like that for my RB number two. And RB number three, I'll give you David Montgomery out of Iowa State. I think he makes an immediate impact in the offense there in Chicago. We love what Coach Nagy's been doing there with that offense. And to be honest with you, I truly don't know if Tariq Cohen – can handle the bulk of the snaps there as an RB1, right? I don't know if he's going to be able to get those first and second down touches. And for that reason, David Montgomery steps in there and probably goes, you know, if, if Tyreek Hill gets 25, you know, 20 to 25 touches, I would venture to say that's rushing and care and receiving, obviously. I would venture to say David Montgomery gets around 15 
And with that kind of workload, he can definitely be an RB2 or a flex type of running back, uh, you know, in the deeper leagues there. Uh, only 12-man leagues only. That's all, that's all the respectful man plays. That's all a real man plays. Anything less than that is sheer garbage. All right, let's move on to the tight ends position. Obviously, TJ Hawkinson there in Detroit is a very clear stated pick. He'll have a great impact as a rookie. But another guy I'm looking at is his, you know, former college teammate, Noah Fant. Joe Flacco loves his tight ends there in Denver. He has a history of doing that. That's why Baltimore drafted two of them last year uh, there for him before ultimately replacing him with Lamar Jackson. But nonetheless, Joe Flacco loves his tight ends. And even if Drew Locke gets in there, I'm sure he'll be leaning on the tight end as well. Somebody getting open early. Another guy that could have an immediate and early impact is Josh Oliver They're the tight end out of San Jose State that will be playing now in Jacksonville, throwing with Nick Foles, a guy there as well. Another guy that loves big-bodied receivers, throwing it up and playing basketball, as we so much heard uh, during Nick Foles' run there in Philadelphia. Seemed like every broadcaster and their mother uh, loved to throw the fact out that Nick Foles played college, you know, high school basketball and played it well, as did Alshon Jeffrey. We'll see if he can kind of create similar chemistry to a body type that's, you know, rather similar to Alshon Jeffrey and Josh Oliver, a big, long, lanky guy who, uh, you know, has breakaway speed for a tight end. Uh, I'm not going to call him O.J. Howard fast or O.J. Howard explosive. You're probably not going to see a couple 80-yard touchdowns, but nonetheless, Josh Oliver in an offense that, you know, has relatively limited weapons there in Jacksonville. We'll see what they can do um, with Nick Foles at the helm, and we'll see what it turns into for Josh Oliver. Last and certainly not least, let's hit on these quarterbacks, man. Quarterback one's a very, very easy one. It has to be Kyler Murray to me. That's blatantly obvious, right? He will play all 16 games, uh, assuming he's healthy enough to do so. And for the most part, I think he'll play well. Look, Cliff Kingsbury is going to have him set up in in an offense that, you know, highlights all of his capabilities. We've said it here on the NFL Mox podcast, as, as has everyone else, excuse me, Try to say that five times fast, as has everyone else, um, that Kyler Murray is the dream quarterback for Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Those aren't my words. Those are his. So we will see what his offense is ultimately capable of with that dream quarterback. Now, they've got a ton of holes still left to be filled up front. Josh Rosen got hit constantly last year. But, you know, with the mobility of Kyler Murray, maybe he can move off his spot, um, you know, a little bit better. Obviously, he'll do it a little bit better than Josh Rosen did Um, But we'll see. You know, I think obviously he has, you know, offensive rookie of the year potential does Kyler Murray just because, again, I think he has the most impact uh, as a rookie of all these offensive skill position players because we damn sure know it's probably not going to be an offensive lineman winning rookie of the year um, in the NFL. That's just not the way it goes. That doesn't grab much headlines. Um, I don't I don't think Quentin Nelson won rookie of the year. You guys could. You know, feel free to correct me on that. I believe it would be would have been someone else last season. So my quarterback number two, I think Drew Locke sits for a good part of the year there in Denver. Even if it's six or seven games, I think that that takes him out of the running for the quarterback two position only because Dwayne Haskins, along with Kyler Murray, will start 16 games this season, barring some type of injury. Uh, not only do you have the fact that the owner there in Gilbert, I believe it's a Gilbert, Um, the owner there in Washington loves uh, Dwayne Haskins 
and uh, he's just got to beat out Colt McCoy. That's not a very hard thing to do. No offense, Colt McCoy. Uh, shout out to the Longhorn faithful. Um, but that's not a hard job for him to win there in Washington. And, again, he's got the owner's favor. Back to Drew Locke. Um, you know, I think he'll play well when he gets in there in Denver, um, assuming he gets in. Now, Joe Flacco could do Joe Flacco things where somehow he takes that Denver roster to a 10-6, and six, uh, you know, record. And if that's the case, Drew Locke probably doesn't see the field, and that's not, you know, ideal for a young rookie quarterback. Most of these guys are constantly thrown into the fire uh, early. Another guy that we could see, uh, you know, just on the football field in general is maybe a guy like Ryan Finley. Look, I'm not, I'm not high on Ryan Finley. I, I'm not, you know, extremely, uh, you know, I wasn't even happy with the pick there for the Cincinnati Bengals because of the fact that I don't think he's your answer or your future there, and he's definitely not going to, you know, sit Andy Dalton down. But Andy Dalton has shown a uh, tendency to get injured and whatnot there in Cincinnati. And let's just say hypothetically that Cincinnati ends up look, staring down the barrel of like a 2-9 and nine start or something like that. I believe Cincinnati faithful might be calling to see what Ryan Finley's got there, uh, you know, what they have there in that quarterback uh, there at the backup position. So I think that's kind of safe to say those are your, you know, three quarterbacks mainly that we're looking to have an impact and have one early uh, in Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, and Drew Locke a little bit later. And then maybe Ryan Finley in a, in a full-on hellstorm and hellfire type situation there in Cincinnati. So that's going to be a wrap for our show tonight. That was the rookies uh, for the 2019 NFL draft class uh, that will have the most impact this year on the offensive side of the football. Uh, for those of you who are still listening, uh, if you like the University of Georgia do me a favor and check out my new site over there with the Bull, the Georgia Bulldog Maven. You can check us out. That's at Maven, or excuse me, drop the at. This is the URL. Type this into your search bar. It'll take you right to our site. Excuse me. I'm new to this. Maven.io forward slash Georgia. Again, one more time. That's Maven, M-A-V-E-N dot I-O forward slash Georgia. Man, sign up. And get in there and comment, man. If you like Georgia football, that's what we're covering over there. Excuse me, all Georgia athletics, anything. If you're a you know Georgia equestrian fan, or hell, if you're a Georgia tennis fan, we've got the coverage for you uh, over there at the Bulldog Maven. Again, that's maven.io forward slash Georgia. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you guys Thursday night with my boy Sarah Bettinger, the official co-host of the NFL Mox podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.